For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. Spring is sprung for Ole Miss football. And no, I, Ben Garrett, do not know who Ole Miss's starting quarterback is going to be. But at least we know that it is a three-man battle this spring because there was some concern about Spencer Sanders, but he's ripping it in spring football practices. Two practices in now, and this is Talk of Champions. I've been geared by myself today. wanted to do a practice report and just felt there's a lot going on at spring football. And it's not just the storylines that we're all paying attention to, the quarterbacks and the defense under first-year Ole Miss now defensive coordinator Pete Golding, formerly of Alabama, just today. Chris Beard was at practice, the new Ole Miss men's basketball coach, which they all support each other. They go to their practices, or once at least, to show support. But interestingly, he had three potential assistants with him. Al Pinkins, who we at the Ole Miss Spirit reported, was finalizing an agreement to reunite with Chris Beard at Ole Miss. They served together at Texas Tech when they went to the lead eight. And yeah, Al was also an assistant under Andy Kennedy at Ole Miss, so he's Got a second go-around at Ole Miss, reuniting with Chris Beard. That's happening, and that was seemingly confirmed by his presence with Chris Beard at practice today on this Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. And also alongside were long-rumored candidates at the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com and Food of Own 3, Brian Berg and Cinco Boone. It appears that Chris Beard has filled out his coaching staff. So there's so much that is happening. Take away Spencer Sanders and Walker Howard challenging now Jackson Dart. Take that stuff away. Even the extensions, the branches of the tree to Chris Beard. Football recruits that were on campus today and will be this week and this weekend, there's a lot happening. So we're going to break it down in these practice reports. And it's not going to be every single practice. But I thought maybe at least every single week as we head towards the Grove Bowl on April 15th. Yeah, April 15th, I think it is. And they're going to practice two more times after that. But the practice report, I thought, would be a, a different, more audiobookish way of getting your Ole Miss news in one place, um, being caught up, not feeling like you're getting overwhelmed with all the information and all the snippets and scoop and insight or whatever that's coming out of spring football practices. So that's what this is. We start today with the lead. Our lead story tonight... The lead. You idiot, it's the lead. The lead. The top leading story in Ole Miss football this week in spring football practices is what gets us started on this, the debut talk of champions practice report brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. The 2023 football season will be here before you know it. And season ticket renewals are due March 31st. It's coming up. So renew now by logging on to your account 
on OleMissTix.com. That's OleMissTix.com. Or by calling the Ole Miss Ticket Office at 662-915-7159. That's 662-915-7159. Got to start in one place, and that's the quarterback battle. And yes, that's the obvious place to start. But we're moving the story forward here. Because it's not just about Spencer Sanders and Walker Howard from Oklahoma State and LSU, respectively, being brought in to compete with Jackson Dart. Who's going to be the number one? You're, not, you're probably not going to get an announcement at any point over the next month plus, whatever it is, on who the quarterback's going to be. However, there was some concern about Spencer Sanders. He had a shoulder injury of some kind. Soreness, depending on who you asked. It was an injury of varying severity. And here he is ripping it in the opening practices of spring. No limitations at all. Rotating in there with Jackson Dart, rotating in there with Walker Howard. They each got relatively, for what we saw, relatively equal split reps with the first team. But Spencer Sanders, there was concern he wasn't going to be there. He wouldn't be able to practice. And there's also been rumblings that he has academic coursework to finish up before he's good to go. But there he was, ripping it. And we can't make any mistake here. Spencer Sanders has one year of eligibility remaining. He was a four-year starter at Oklahoma State. And yeah, he had his issues as far as accuracy, turnovers, whatever it might be. But still, look at the stripes on the resume. He's thrown for over 6,000 yards at this level at Division I, Power Five, whatever. He's a really good quarterback. And honestly, if you went around all the uh, quarterback-hungry programs in college football this offseason, and Auburn would be atop that list with Hugh Freeze. They would have killed for Spencer Sanders. And Ole Miss gave Spencer Sanders a top three NIL deal on the team. Spencer Sanders was not signed to sit. And I know Ole Miss is returning Jackson Dart, who started 11 of 12 games last year and got better at the end of the year. Ole Miss loses five of its last six. Jackson Dart was better over that stretch than the rest of the team that was doing terrible. 288 all-purpose yards per game. But the issue is, he's not only got viable competition, that would be Walker Howard alone. He's got somebody that was on paper seemingly signed to take his job upon a handshake. He was not signed to sit. So it's a fascinating dynamic. Fascinating. Because Jackson can't transfer without, it's harder. He doesn't have his one-time penalty-free transfer anymore because he transferred to Ole Miss from USC. So beating out Spencer Sanders was a better option than anything else he was going to get out there. He's got stripes. And really, he became a leader for his teammates, too. If you check out the Ole Miss Spirit at any point, and we've got exclusive interviews with like Jordan Watkins and Caleb Bourne, all these guys who played meaningful roles for Ole Miss on offense last year. Caleb Bourne, of course, the starting center. And then Jordan Watkins, the third leading receiver for Ole Miss last year after transferring in from Louisville. And to a man, every one of them say how much they follow Jackson Dart. And Ole Miss was really without much leadership, not just from the players either. I mean, I think even Lane and his staff, some of them were checked out towards the end of last year. No, we're not even bringing up the Lane and Auburn stuff. And Jackson Dart, for a program, a team that was starved for leadership, provided it. And yet, Ole Miss signs in the offseason a player who is not signed to sit. So Jackson Dart, it's not going to be Walker Howard. I don't like to speak in absolutes. If it is Walker Howard, he's that talented. I would buy it. I mean, I've already had a number of people I talked to around the program compare him to a young Matt Corral, 
similar build. I thought Matt Corral had the biggest arm coming out of high school as far as players that Ole Miss signed that I'd ever seen. And yeah, I know, Eli, I know. Chad Kelly almost got him out of Juco, but same thing. Chad had a huge arm. But Matt's arm was insane. Now, not particularly accurate, and that bore out at Ole Miss, but he still became one of the all-time greats. Walker Howard has that kind of arm. He does. So it wouldn't be a complete surprise if Walker Howard is the quarterback at the end of all this. It would still be the least likely of all the outcomes, in my opinion, because if you consider all the dynamics at play, he doesn't have, he still didn't play all that much at LSU last year, barely played, while Spencer Sanders has been a four-year starter. Jackson Dart has started not only games at USC, but also at Ole Miss, and at Ole Miss got better as it got worse. And yes, I know the Texas Bowl was terrible, but it was terrible for everybody. I'm not trying to make excuses for him either, even though that is excuse-making. So he played poorly in the Texas Bowl, but everybody played poorly in the Texas Bowl. And I would contend he wasn't the issue or the, the main reason why Ole Miss laid an absolute egg. Far from it. I wouldn't even put him in the top five. Jackson Dart and Spencer Sanders are competing one-on-one, mano-a-mano, to be the starting quarterback for Ole Miss. And whoever earns that job, the other one will, first of all, be a flight risk. I've heard this, so I don't want to say this is my opinion. I've actually heard this from a number of people I talked to. Spencer Sanders, if he don't win the job, oh, he's not going to be here in the fall. Well, that adds a little bit more incentive then for Lane Kiffin to never name the quarterback this spring. Why would he? But even more than that, let's just say that they're able to keep both guys on the roster no matter who wins the job. That guy who won the job, he's going to be looking over his shoulder from the get-go. That's the play here. Luke Altmeyer, four-star prospect that he was, has a lot of fans in that room. He's not going to be Joe Burrow, who went from Ohio State to LSU and then became Joe Burrow. It's not like he's about to go from Ole Miss to Illinois and take off, but he can earn that job and he can lead that program. But he was never truly competition for Jackson Dart. The only reason why he became Jackson Dart's competition, forced the hand of Lane Kiffin, was because Jackson was so bad last spring. And Luke Altmaier was steady as they come. Say what you want to about Luke and his shortcomings as a player, because he's a great kid, awesome kid. Jackson's awesome, too. This is just purely talking about football. From a purely football perspective, say what you want to about him. Maybe the lack of arm strength or something. But tough as nails and steady as they come. So you got crazy erratic behavior from the, you know, surfer flowing hair kid from California who just transferred in after a a just circus-like recruitment with Michael Trigg. And then just steady as they go, Starkville, Mississippi, born and raised Luke Altmaier. And it became a competition. You can't get many people to say that they think this will drag in to the season like last year's did, last year's competition did. Even still, if you have both on the roster, how does it not? Unless one just absolutely dominates. It makes it so obvious this spring or in the fall. But Jackson Dart arguably better next-level potential than Spencer Sanders, who's more of a known commodity. He's touching on his season. He might not have already gotten all the way up there, but he's touching on it. Jackson Dart, you could argue, has more upside, more of a lottery ticket than, say, a Spencer Sanders is. Ideally, then, the guy with next-level potential and could be more or be more valuable for this program long-term than Spencer Sanders is to get his ass pushed by a guy who's proven it and then break out. Because if that happens, Jackson Dart 
is going to have a Matt Corral like last year and then leave early for the NFL draft, and then it's Walker Howard's job. That's how these things are supposed to work. But we didn't know. We didn't know Spencer Sanders was going to be there. And he is, and he's throwing. So now, knowing everything we know about the dynamics of this quarterback competition, about this program, about this roster construction of Lane Kiffin, what does that mean as far as significance for the spring? Has the timeline then moved up? We've all been saying, oh, you're not going to learn who the quarterback is, and I still contend that we won't. But Spencer Sanders, I did not expect to be throwing on day one and, quote, ripping it. Here's what Lane Kiven had to say about his quarterbacks after practice on Tuesday. All right, so good to get back out there. Um, <clears throat> you know, once again, a lot of new faces um, in our portal world that we live in. Um, also, again, a lot of new coaches. So a lot to work on there of getting everybody situated, everybody together. But, uh, you know, this would be good to go watch this film and see, see these guys run around today. Um, I'm sure you quarterback questions. All the guys practiced today and rotated in there. So um, all looked good. So we're excited about I feel like there's a lot of similarities to last year and a lot of <clears throat> last year was the quarterback replacement, but a lot of pieces. Um, you have a lot of new pieces in here this year um, You know, to look at and to figure out and a brand new defensive scheme uh, to work them into as well. Questions? Go for it. Lane, can you kind of set the stage for us with how you see the quarterback position as spring opens up? Just you know, how, how you see that? Um, I just see it being very competitive. Uh, I think Jackson, we actually have been allowed to throw with them, which is a newer rule, I think, in the last year or two, um, you know, before the break, before we weren't allowed to do that with the ball. Uh, and so, I think Jackson uh, is throwing really well. I actually was out in California. He happened to be at the same place as Knox throwing, and uh, his dad was out there and commented on that, that it looks like, you know, in the last season in the first year playing so much um, to have some time to recover. It's gotten stronger and has looked really good and, and much improved. So that's exciting, Spencer. Um, was a little limited in throwing initially um, with a previous injury, but he was out there today taking reps. So uh, excited for all three guys. Um, you know, much different than where we were a year ago, um, in my opinion, as far as uh, depth, quality in the room. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head. And PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC. 
code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. BXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions podcast network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Kevin Kessinger, former Ole Miss baseball player, son of Ole Miss Hall of Famer Don Kessinger, and dad to Ole Miss All-American shortstop Gray Kessinger, and your local community banker with BNA Bank. BNA Bank has invested 125 years in our communities, and we know the needs of North Mississippi businesses better than anyone. As a commercial lender with BNA Bank, my priority is Oxford, and I'd love to help you and your business with any lending needs. Visit www.bnabank.com to learn more. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. I think it's really big, very different scheme than what we played before, and so um, as well as some new pieces and some guys injured and some guys limited in what they're doing, and again, new coaches, um, not just Pete. So uh, a lot of work to do there, and um, we've seen the system work really well at a lot of places, and now we just got to get our guys to learn it. I mean, what, what are the data points at this time of the year? I mean, we our evaluations, you know, usually comes down to timing, accuracy, and decision making are three things that forever we've kind of looked at. But uh, we got a long time, spring and fall, uh, to figure it out and let guys play. And you know, the goal is to improve depth of every room that you have, and that's when you become a really good team. Uh, I think that you know there was you know some rating of quality of the room, I would certainly think that that room's improved from where it was a year ago. So um, basically to have two returning starting quarterbacks and you know, very high profile recruit in there um, that redshirted last year is you know really good and a lot different than once Luke decided to transfer where the room was, especially as you look at basically around the bowl game time. Back in the Talk of Champions Spring Practice Report, I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. I hate that name. Still to this day, 
but it is what it is. At Spirit Ben, I write for the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and affiliate of Ole Miss 3. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, review, talk of champions in iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars. Excitement is building around Ole Miss basketball. The Ole Miss ticket office is currently accepting new season ticket orders for men's and women's basketball. Be sure to submit your order today by calling 662 662- 915 at 662-915-7159 or on That's olmistix.com. Current season ticket holders can renew starting July 1st. It's helmet sticker time. We're going three. One, two, three. Let's go. Helmet stickers. My first helmet sticker this week goes to Spencer Sanders because, hey, you're throwing. And no one expected you to be throwing. Well, at least from the outsider's perspective. Because Lane Kiffin plays things close to the chest. We all know that. And he was never going to say anything substantive publicly about his quarterback situation. He probably won't. But Spencer Sanders is out there. Now, he said after practice on Thursday that his shoulder, quote, is coming along slowly. And you could tell that he was favoring it. But it's him and Jackson Dart, mano y mano, this spring to see who wins. This is everything he said to the media that Spencer Sanders after practice on Thursday. Spencer so. Uh, it's a good battle, you know. Uh, Dart's a well-talented quarterback, so is you know Walker Howard. Obviously, with them transferring here too, um, you know, I just you know just kind of what everybody's saying. You know, we probably have the most stacked quarterback room, and probably across the country. And you know, really, it only at the end of the day, it's only going to make each other you know better. And you know, we all love each other out there. You know, we got good relationships, so it's good. You know, I've never ran from competition and, uh, you know, opportunity. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity here. You know, uh, Kiffin's a smart coach. Coach West is, you know, a very smart offense coordinator. we got a good team here, good players, you know. So, you know, I'm just excited. Uh, you know, I really uh, haven't really got to throw to really all of them yet, uh, but I've seen them, you know, got a lot of talented guys out there. It's like I was just saying, the last question, you know, it's a lot of opportunity, uh, especially, you know, just even coming here. Um, you know, but obviously going back to the receivers, you know, um, I say there's a lot of opportunity just because, you know, we have so many great players that can make great plays. So it's just exciting, you know, just to see what's next. Yeah. I'm getting there, getting to 100. I wouldn't say I'm there, but we're slowly creeping up to it. Is there consideration on your part to stay in Oklahoma State for another year? Kind of how difficult was that decision to leave there? I mean, it was very difficult to stay there for five years. You know, I have respect for the university. I love the university. I didn't have a problem, you know. Uh, just some, some things went sideways and we had to split ways, so I'd rather not discuss it to the media. Yeah, I would, I would definitely give Jackson advantage. You know, he's been in the offense for a while. He knows the ins and outs. But, um, I mean, really, this is spring ball. You know, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. You know, there is nobody's count. There is no history when it comes to spring ball. You know, all it really, all it really talks about is effort, you know. 
And, uh, you know, with a lot of those guys out there, good, great effort. You know, Jackson, Walker, uh, you know, they're great. They're great guys, you know. But um, I'd say as much as just advantage-wise, I mean, I'd give it to two really over me and Walker just because, you know, obviously he's been here. But, I mean, we're quarterbacks. You know, we have to adapt. We have to learn new playbooks. So it's our job. Chuck, how are you in learning the system and being more comfortable in the offense? I'm getting there. Uh, obviously, I wouldn't say I'm there. You know, uh, it's only second day of practice, but, you know, I'm always confident myself. Money's on me every time. You know, I just have to have the confidence, hold myself to high standards, and, you know, we'll get there. You know, take it one step at a time. You can't just try and gather everything in one, you know, one step. So we're going to take the little steps, and little steps take care of the big steps. Okay. Uh, we're good, you know, we get along well. Uh, we mean, we were just doing yoga together on the football field uh, the other week. Everybody was laughing. Uh, you know, we enjoy being out of practice with each other. We help each other, communicate with each other. So I feel like our relationship's good. If you were to win this job, what dynamics can you bring to this you know, just explosiveness, explosive plays, quickness, speed, tempo. You know, Oklahoma State always had a tempo offense, but I did notice here, you know, we run a tempo offense as well. So, you know, that kind of fits into my foreplay as well. Um, you know, really just my legs. Uh, you know, I can do a lot with my legs outside of the pocket, extending plays. But, um, you know, my main focus is stay in the pocket, deliver the ball down the field, throw touchdowns. Is it safe to say that? Uh, yeah, 50-50, but, um, you know, more, I want to make sure I focus more on my game on, you know, throwing the ball down the field, throwing touchdowns rather than running them. You know, my feet are just there for emergencies, you know, when stuff breaks down or, or they do call a quarterback design run, you know, give it everything I got. Uh, yeah, you know, I catch myself frustrated and down at times, you know, of uh, leaving the situation I was in. But, you know, this is life. You know, you always have to open up to new opportunities. And, you know, you can't hold yourself for the past. You know, uh, God has a purpose. You know, God has a plan for everything. My second helmet sticker goes to Walker Howard. And why? He is the third man in the three-man quarterback competition. Well, because he deserves his due, too. He's a former four-star, decorated. He was their most coveted quarterback prospect last recruiting cycle. They desperately wanted him. He was an LSU legacy, and naturally, he ended up at LSU. But having transferred to Ole Miss, he's used his one-year penalty-free transfer to come into this stacked room, and he knew going in that Ole Miss was recruiting um, Spencer Sanders too. And Jackson Dart, he was abreast of what was going on. There's been no lies told by these coaches to these players. But we do know with what Spencer Sanders has been given and what he has done in his career – he ain't trying to come in here and back up, be a good, solid veteran backup to one of Jackson's daughter, Walker Howard. Well, Walker Howard is also not coming in here just to go, oh, you know what? I look forward to learning and spending this spring um, really following along with these guys. Now, I love what he said. He was asked on Thursday the relationship amongst the trio of him and Spencer and Jackson Dart, and this is what he said. I mean, we, we all get along pretty well. I mean, we do a lot of uh, throwing outside of, you know, after workouts and stuff all together, and you know, me, Spencer, and Jackson got along really well. I mean, 
they've both helped me a lot just because they're two older guys. They, they've played, I mean, a lot of years in college and um, they just, they've been just helping me a lot. And I mean, it's been great so far. They get along fine. This is a pro mindset. These guys are here to win a job, to win football games for Ole Miss. But he gets a helmet sticker because he's in it to win it, even though it's going to be an uphill climb for him. And my last helmet sticker goes to Pete Golding, and it's probably a pity helmet sticker, quite frankly. Pete Golding is a huge, huge upgrade. Probably, in my opinion, far and away, the greatest upgrade he made personnel or coaching-wise this offseason. Not because Chris Partridge isn't a great dude and recruiter and assistant, but as a defensive coordinator, it just did not work. Now, Chris Partridge and Lane Kiffin didn't really see eye-to-eye philosophically on how defense should be run, but Lane Kiffin has had trust issues from the start as far as coaches and players, let's be honest. His rotation overall has hovered around 30. It's why guys like Braylon Brown, who this week officially got out of the NCAA transfer portal, and other highly ranked guys have struggled to break in. It's been a win-now philosophy. NFL mindset, pro mindset, come in here to win right now, not a couple years down the line. Walker Howard is the first real long-term play we've seen from Lane Kiffin in his time at Ole Miss. It's been hired gun after hired gun. Raylan Brown comes back because there's an opportunity here for him, a clear path to playing time and a good option, a good school, that he otherwise would not have gotten in the portal. It's obviously been proven by him still being here. But here's the thing about Braylon Brown. I wrote about it in a columny type story on the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com and Affiliate 3. Braylon Brown never really left to begin with. Yeah, he got into the portal in December, but he never truly entertained other schools. He continued to work out and go through all the stuff as if he had never entered. It was completely normal. Because there's a real opportunity here for him. Jonathan Mingo and Malik Heath, they're both gone. You're one and two receivers. Braylon Brown has a clear shot at an SEC school, contending school, because that's what the directive is from Lane Kiffin every single year. He has said that. He has told the fans that. He is being compensated in that way. He's got a top eight salary in college football now. Ole Miss no longer rebuilds, it retools. And I understand that Alabama, trips to Alabama and Georgia are on the schedule next year. But that is why the quarterback competition is what it is. That's why you bring in Walker Howard and Spencer Sanders. That's why Braylon Brown, why would you drop down and go to, I don't know, South Alabama, when at a Power 5 SEC contender, whether you think Ole Miss is an SEC contender or not, is irrelevant. Ole Miss operates in that way. Lane Kiffin believes they should be winning at the highest level. Well, if that is the case... Why would you leave with a clear path to playing time for a program like that and drop down? So Braylon Brown's staying in. Maybe he should get a helmet sticker. But no, I'm giving it to Pete Goldie, my third one, my last one, because he doesn't have a ton to work with. And they're changing some things up. They're going to run a base 4-2-5, but they're also going to mix in some 3-4 looks. You need Xavier Harris to be really good. And he didn't play a lot last year. He's a sophomore, former four-star. He's currently running with the first team at defensive tackle alongside J.J. Pegues. But it's so much more than that. So many other players who need to have really good springs. Cedric Johnson, can you get out there? Can you stay healthy? The Ole Miss offensive line is beat up to death. Their first team, the left tackle, is Victor Kearney, who's a transfer offensive lineman from Washington because Jaden Williams is hurt. Micah Pettis was starting at right tackle, and they thought he might not be available this spring, so that's good. He's back at his right tackle spot. Jeremy James is out with an injury. Caleb Warren was out there with the starting, as starting center, and Eli Acker, the veteran, was at left guard. But the offensive line, they'll figure it out. They have depth of options. So, yeah, they got some guys injured, and you're worried about that this spring. 
But defensively, it's not like Pete Golden has depth of options. So he has his work cut out. We could talk all we want to about the quarterbacks this spring, and rightfully so. It's the most important storyline in Ole Miss football. However, second only to that is Pete Golding turning this defense around. Because there was a time last year when Ole Miss was 7-0, ranked in the top 11. I think they were number 11 in total defense in the country. And everyone wanted to believe again in a defense that swarmed. We remember Tony Connor and Mike Hilton and Robert Kimdichie, all those teams for freeze, those defenses that were flying around with next-level talent. We like to believe, or we desperately want to believe, each year that defense is coming back. Forget the Landshark stuff. Tony the Landshark has been retired, by the way. Keith Carter told me that a while back. So I don't even want to mention Landshark stuff because Ole Miss sure is hell in. <laughs> but that swarming defense, fans desperately wanted to believe that at 7-0 and number 11 in the country in total defense, it was back. It was not. The nightmare was realized. Oh, man, you, you had imposter syndrome. Ole Miss, yeah, they're, they're not really good defensively. But, but maybe they are. This time they are. They weren't. But Pete Golding is an improvement, and he has his work cut out because he doesn't have the depth of options at other neat areas that Ole Miss has. Where the offensive line is dealing with some real personnel hits this spring, well, defense, you don't have the luxury of any of that. The depth chart is rather unproven. This spring is going to be fascinating. And Pete Golding, you get a helmet sticker because, my man, I do not envy the work you have ahead. But it's not like it's that terribly dire. They have good top-end talent, solid top-end talent to win with. But can Pete Golding take them to a place they just haven't been to since, like, 2016, even without the depth of options? A couple of quick hitter things before we get out of here on this Talk of Champions audiobook practice report. I think that's what I'm going to call it. Um, this week, Ole Miss hired... NFL coaching veteran and former UCLA and UConn DC, Lou Spanos, is an analyst. So, hey, Pete Golding, you're not alone, my friend. Lane Kiffin has added some help for you. Also, all-time Ole Miss great wide receiver Elijah Moore was traded from the New York Jets to the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, for a second-round pick. Chris Beard and Ole Miss men's basketball went in home with Brown shooting guard Paxson Wojcik, along with being at practice today with his uh, potential coaches and Al Pinkins. Ryan Berg and Cinco Boone. Ole Miss has reached out to Tennessee State forward Tafali Leonard, Illinois Chicago guard Jace Carter, Iona point guard Walker Clayton Jr., Minnesota combo guard Talone Cooper, UMass point guard Noah Fernandez, Florida guard Kawasi Reeves, and UTRGV guard Adante Holloman. And today, just today, Joe Tipton of On3 listed Ole Miss as one of the number of schools that have reached out to Georgetown guard Primo Spears. He averaged 16 points, three rebounds, and 5.3 assists last season. Also, Ole Miss on Tuesday hosted a pair of four-star prospects and defensive lineman Charleston Collins and athlete Courtney Crutchfield. Collins is the nation's number 27 overall defensive lineman, and Crutchfield is the number 30 athlete in the country. This weekend, three more big-time prospects, blue-chip prospects, are coming into town. Damon Williams Jr., the quarterback Ole Miss commit, uh, Carrollton, Georgia tight end Caleb Odom, and 2025 quarterback target Antoine Hill. And now you're caught up with all the latest in Ole Miss football, basketball, the big ticket things that have happened this week in this Talk of Champions practice report. The first ever, maybe the last ever. I don't know yet. We'll see what the reception is. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. Check out the stuff at the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com and Affiliate of On 3. Until next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.